I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Hi, I'm Ashley, and I talked to a Malkavian today. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I have the same birthday as a Sailor Scout. Hi, I'm Leanna, and I won the vote for today's podcast name. I'm Zach, and I currently have a pulled muscle in my abdomen. I'm Eric, and I punched a fish once. Alright, five things that I like to collect. Top of my list is friends. Friends. I love meeting new people and especially like people I can relate to in some way and share like interests with and just randomly bounce things off of them. And then especially like if they are in, are like like me in certain ways and super different from me and others so that like I can grow from like their life experiences. Nice. Like I find friends to be like the best part of being alive, to be honest, like meeting new people and seeing other people be happy and live their best life. Like that's the goal to me. So I love collecting friends plus then if anybody is ever saying you know well i know a gal who knows a gal you're the gal it's it's you you're the gal yeah it's just you know so many people i'm that one person connecting everyone to kevin bacon exactly oh. i have an aunt who like everybody knows so he's already she's a friend collector like you Oh, that's wonderful. I need to meet your aunt and then yes. we can join our friends groups. Of course. My great grandfather was described as uh, someone who uh, never met a stranger. I feel like that may apply to you and definitely Leanna. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. My second thing that I like to collect right now is art. But caveat that I specifically really like collecting queer inspired art or art art by queer artists mm. like every time i go to a convention sarah's seen me do it like i'll wander around the convention halls and be like okay who's got pride flags and <laughs> i will uh i'll go and harry them for a bit and be like hey what what's this is this fun is this something that i like and a lot of the times i get cool stuff because like i don't know what it is about queer artists but they always have like a really nice tweak on like supernatural things or like spiritual things that just make it fun mm -hmm. and i don't know if this is the appropriate audience but like queer satanic themed things are <laughs> a freaking adorable to me like especially when they make them like cutesy i love it like my water bottle is just covered in stickers like that um and then i've got like three pieces of art my room right now by queer artists so that's me and that frog picture you gave me that demonic frog picture i love yeah. it so much oh my gosh i love that one too i'm really glad you liked it i was I'm... like this reminded me of you like the moment i saw it i was like that this is a sarah piece i love when somebody gives me something that reminds them of me i love that so much <laughs> also your number your number one thing leads into number two because then you can meet queer artists get their art and collect friends yeah darn tootin but when it comes to like people working i really really don't like bothering them like i have a really hard time like trying to engage with someone who's working on a personal level because i'm like they're trying to do a job right now and i'm just i don't want to take away your attention from your other customers i'm gonna say hi get a brief backstory and uh like liana back me up on this right when you're at a show your job is to sell the object and to talk to people it is, yeah. You have to talk. Because if you look like one of the people that is just, just hates to be there, people aren't going to approach your booth. Nope. 
If you don't look approachable, they will not approach you. Yeah, if you want to make the most sales, you have to have the barker. You have to have the smile on your face. You have mm -hmm. to have the gimmick pull in for people to come and approach. So, yeah, you, you definitely want people to talk to and to talk to people as mm -hmm. they pass by, even if it's just a, oh, hey, I like your shirt kind of thing as they're walking by. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I've noticed for sure is uh, when I'm when we're doing these shows that when there's people standing in front of the table, that brings more people over to the table because they want to be like, well, what are these guys looking at? Right. Yeah. We always have a line when we have something uh, for people to that draws people in. It's a double edged sword, though, right? Because like you want people to stop by and chat and check in with you, but then you want them to leave because you want more people to come. But if they're talking to you, you can't be like, ha, 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 go go somewhere else <laughs> there, there is a fine line with that yeah yeah as long I, as they're paying for my time i guess yeah, definitely right but i mean like i so like i see people and you like look at some of these artists and they are stuck in a long conversation yeah. with someone about like an episode of Star Trek or something just to like pull a random show out. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're they do art that involves Star Trek stuff. They don't, they don't want to hear your knowledge, your extensive Star Trek knowledge. Well, see at that point, <laughs> they need you to chime in and rescue them. You're their lifeboat. Right. Done, I just I've don't want to be that person. Oh yeah. Sarah, you're the best. <laughs> you, you are like, you, you can sense that sort of tension and you got it like a knife. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It depends on how confident I'm feeling because normally I don't like to approach artists and talk to them unless I like already know them or I can be like, oh my gosh, I love this thing. Other times I'm just like, I don't want to bother you. Here's my money. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, my next thing is uh, stuffed animals. Stuffies. Yeah, I love stuffies. Um, I didn't even, like, Zach, honestly, if it wasn't for you being like, I collect stuffies, I wouldn't have, like, gotten into it because I had some, like, weird holdup or block in me where I was like, I can't do that. That's mm -hmm. too immature. I just can't. And then you were like, nah, I got, I got some. And I was like, breaks off, motherfucker, I'm buying yeah. more. Yeah, why not? They're great. Especially if they're, like, comfortable and soft. I yeah. like the squishables because they're like, they're soft and stretchy. So if I'm frustrated, I can stretch it. Um, I like the squish squishables or whatever. Those are pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, no, they're great. Cause you know, you can, they, they look great. They can, you can use them as a pillow if you need back support. The animals love playing with them. Yeah. Like so many things you can do with a stuffy stuffed animal, what have you. Like it's. I think you need one right now because of your pulled muscle in your uh, abdomen because of the, every time you cough, you basically sound like you're about to pass out. <laughs> oh my God. Sneezing is worse. Yeah. So you need one of those squishmallows. Like I sneezed twice today and both times it felt like I was actively being stabbed in the abdomen. Welcome oh. to your mid thirties. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh. Oh, sorry. 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 Um, <laughs> What what uh what kind do you, is there a specific uh, stuffy you prefer or is it all things are up for grabs? All things are up for grabs. Like I just mostly go to Goodwill and hunt for anything that really catches my eye. Sure. Um, so far I've gone through two shark stuffies, the one that you got for me, mm -hmm. and then Corianne got me one, Ooh. and um. I did have him on my bed for a long time, but then Freya wasn't getting enough attention one day and said, F you. Mm. And 
she took it and tore his dorsal fin off. And I was Aww. like, so disappointed. So now he's out of reach. Until I get him fixed up, I can't like bring him down because Freya's just like too aggressive with him. Mm. Get like a cute little patch. Just patch it on there and then it'll just be like a regular fish, but with teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a great <laughs> idea. I am just not handy with it. One of my friends was telling me about how she has this like three foot tall, like stuffed bear and her oh. dog plays with it. And he's just constantly like ripping the stuffing out of it. But then she just goes back in, stitches him all up. He's like missing an eye. He's misshapen. But her dog cuddles with it all the time. And I find that Aww. adorable. Mm. So was that, was that three for you so far? Yeah, that's three. Yeah. Well, what else have you got for us, Ash? random obsessions you collect random obsessions well it's like they never go away do they not really you're you're they're always hiding there in the back of your head and you're like oh well there was that obsession that i went through like an obsessive phase of doing something like my first one that i really remember is like egyptology and specifically like Egyptian mythology specifically and I remember getting obsessed about it and as m anything I could find on it like National Geographic's anything the art everything about it just like always like tickled my brain and I was like oh I love this this is awesome and then it was like atheism philosophy um and then like less esoteric topics like magic cards has like been a perennial favorite of mine and i'll just become obsessed mm. about it spend way too much money and time investing into it and then i'll move on to something else but it never goes oh away gosh, Ash, guess what <laughs> you have adhd <laughs> welcome to adhd Wait a minute. Are you trying? Is that why you picked this topic to out all of us as having ADHD? <laughs> Maybe. Or at That's least fair. Uh, the moving from obsession to obsession to out myself. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> As you were saying that, I was like, yeah, you, you become obsessed with something, and then you become an expert on that thing, and you have to know everything about that one thing, and then you have mm. to collect everything about that one thing, and then you're like, oh, I'm bored with that one thing. Okay, I'm moving up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hashtag bored now. <laughs> <laughs> bored now. Thousand dollars in the hole on it, yep. but... It no longer brings joy. It's basically all of my list right there. <laughs> in the nutshell. Thousand dollars in the hole. If you're getting a thousand dollars worth of enjoyment out of it, then at least you broke True. even, right? Yeah, just like the casino. So, which I'm not allowed to take my <laughs> debit card to. You gotta compare all of my hobbies to the price of a movie ticket. Like, well, did I get ten two hours plus ten minutes or ten dollars worth of entertainment out of this then it's fair yeah yeah go. that that metric is like the metric that i use when buying video games like mm -hmm. is this like it's a five dollar video game that i'm gonna sink 30 hours into heck yeah it's a 60 <laughs> hour video or it's a 60 dollar video game i'm only gonna spend like 10 hours playing doesn't feel so good but then you have games like Baldur's gate that cost 60 dollars and you spend <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of hours playing yeah they're basically free at that point yeah i'm just sitting over here like i have two hours played of baldur's gate and uh i don't think i've updated it in a while uh tell me more about baldur's gate i'll never play it 
I will eventually, but I know how I'll get obsessed with it, and then I won't stop, put it down for, you know, three weeks straight. I think it's a game that, like, if we as a group could collectively, kind of like this podcast, assemble and uh, regulate ourselves, we could play it as a group. But the problem is Eric wants to play, but it's not on the console that he needs it, has it for yet, or something like that. Yeah. He does. He said he doesn't want to play it alone. He only wants to play it with us. Yeah, that's kind of me, I think, also. Oh, what what console do you have, Lana? PC? I have a laptop. Yeah, I have a, P- I have a gaming laptop. Awesome. I just don't think that he has an Xbox One, but there is no cross no. platform for it yet because it just yep. came out for that. Yeah. Which makes no sense because, like, computers are Microsoft and it's a Microsoft console. Why is it so hard? But I'm I'm not. <laughs> I'm not aware of what that entails. Yeah. yeah. What's your last thing? My last thing is way more banal and it's knives and it's an, uh, a collection knives. that I have not like added to in a while and like specifically the sorts of knives that i want to collect more of are like forged knives like ever since i was Mm. at like jamie's flea market a lifetime ago and i found a meat cleaver and it was forged meat cleaver in the wellington forge and it got stamped and it was beautiful and i gave it away to someone as a present and regretted it (laughs) I not regretted it. Like I really wanted a, a cute gift for them, and not to mention I wrapped it up, so you could tell exactly what it was. Like it, it I wrapped up the wrapping paper around it, so you could tell it was a meat cleaver. <laughs> and I love doing that. Oh my gosh, that's so fun to wrap it. <laughs> it cool. is. You know, it's like they say: once you, once you go forged, that's what you'll gorge. Yep, that is. I don't um, think anybody's ever said that, Zach. No, they totally that's said, just it. said it. What are you talking about? This is the thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It just sounds like you need to go to more to, like medieval fairs. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, where where that might exist. There is a forge here in Cleveland too. Oh yeah, isn't there one by uh, the Westside Market, or is that a glass thing? There's a I glass can't one up there by the Westside Market, ah. but there's an actual like forge forge. I'm not sure exactly where. I just know I was looking it up because I got a small obsession with uh, Forged in Fire and I wanted to go learn how to make my own knife. (laughs) That'd be fun. I I guess, like, there's an additional caveat onto it. Like, I like older ones. Like, I like ones that look used and worn and pitted. And I like them to have, like, character. You want your uh, knife to have a dad bod. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It slowly sounds like you might be developing an obsession about learning how to forge your own knives. Maybe is that is that what I'm hearing? No, that might like, be expensive. <laughs> oh, oh, what we what did we just say? A thousand dollars in the hole? Oh God, no. yeah, get a forge going, <laughs> or just learn how to do it. I'm sure you could find a class or something. Oh yeah, you've got space in your backyard for a forge. Yeah, how oh, yeah, often do you do. grow? How often do you use that grill? Just turn it into a forge. Oh my! I'm God. sure your neighbors would be overjoyed. You could still cook with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, one of my neighbors is gone like half the year, and the other neighbor hates me. So like, definitely make a forge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I one day I was like out in my backyard, and she was just yelling at me from her front yard, transphobic shit. It was uh, it was a whole thing. 
I heard that all of those boomers are gonna have like super bad dementia from all the lead that they've ingested over the years. So that'll be something to look forward to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she she like listen, she is not long for this world and I am just biding my time. I think the ER is at or the uh there's like an ambulance at her house like maybe three or four times a year. Oh, if we had a neighbor like that, yeah, that you're right. That's that's not a lady that's gonna be, be be your problem much longer. And then maybe you could be like Eric by the house next to me. Oh <laughs> well, she has a lovely family. Like the rest of her family's ah, great. Like, that's good. Uh, I didn't think I didn't know for certain, like from my first interactions. But then Ellie worked with her husband at Wendy's, and um, and she said like. He was cool. Like he was nice. He was cordial. Everything was great. He didn't have like any animosity or didn't bring up anything about like the feud that I had with his wife over like property lines. Maybe he should have. I don't know. Listen, if he's married to her and lives with her, I can only thank my lucky stars that he must act as some calming force to her insanity. Yeah, it's the chaos and calm, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I've got a list here, but I also have an additional fun fact. Um I think that our uh recording in Discord is in alphabetical order. Um so I have <laughs> it is. Um I really like collecting figures. Um they don't necessarily need to be anime based, but they've mostly been anime based. Uh I uh, the more obscure the better, really. It's part of this ADHD podcast, which I think feel like should just be called Surprise, you have ADHD. <laughs> the next thing is song lyrics. An additional um, hyper obsession is I just get the easiest example that you guys have witnessed is Ghost. Like, I love Ghost. They pulled me out of like some depressing times and I really enjoyed them. And uh, I know all of the lyrics to all of their songs. Uh, prior to that, the last like huge song and lyric obsession I had was musicals fandom of the opera namely and i had that whole thing memorized i could sing it back to front front to back i still probably could with like a little bit of practice but i do this thing where i just listen to the song over and over and then i memorize the lyrics and i'm like well i'm a professional and my sister's always amazed she's like how do you know all the words to that cheryl crow song and i'm like well one they play it on the radio all the time and two i hear it a lot so <laughs> that's how i know i mean that sounds um, ironic oh my god we went through a Phantom of the Opera, a little bit of a, um, I don't know if you call it an obsession or what, but uh, my sister and I, when we did the dishes, yeah, uh, we would have that CD in the CD player while we did the dishes growing up, and so <laughs> we would always sing that. It's, it's fun to sing. I still can't hit those high notes to this day, oh, wow. which is probably my fault for not constantly hitting them, but it's fine. Oh, I would always um, try. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It never worked out, but I'd always do it. Um, and oddly enough, Phantom of the Opera got me really interested in opera in general because there was a brief period from like mm, fourth grade to maybe eighth grade where I wanted to be an opera singer and I was super into it. And I had like opera for dummies and it told me about all the operas and I took vocal lessons and all that stuff. And then the lady's like, well, now you got to learn all these languages. And I was like, mm. uh, Italian. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, it's all a lot of them are like Latin root languages, so it's not that bad, but eh, I, I don't know why I stopped. I think it was probably like my dad going, You can't make money with that. And he's wrong. You could make tons of money. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I also like collecting um, books and manga, which I feel like books is a cop-out, but specifically uh, the manga series that I've been working on collecting is uh, Hoseki no Kuni, which is just Land of the Lustrous, uh, which is a series that I yell at anybody about, if possible. <laughs> it's, it's a show about rocks mm. that uh, screw over other rocks, and then right. they learn about is it. That it's the uh, it's rock people. Well, so um, it's not really a, they, they're rocks. They don't have genders. So it's like, uh, technically, yes. And technically, some of them present as more female than male, but they're all rocks, specific rocks. Um, and uh, it's getting real Buddhist up in here with, uh, with the ending coming around. But the author um, really likes to play her PS5. So there are very oh, long no. periods of break. <laughs> um, <laughs> where she's like yeah guys i got a ps5 and then recently she's been playing this mobile game where you like combine fruits together mm-hmm. and i can't remember the name of it um but yeah it, technically the new chapter is supposed to come out quote unquote sometime in the spring what does that mean mm, just finish it <laughs> five days it's out in five days my husband is informed me the new next chapter is out in five days unless she gets distracted by a mobile game which could probably happen oh, man. um it's it's pain that 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 manga is just just as soon as it ends i'm gonna be so happy the same way i was happy when attack on titan ended i'm like finally the joke can't be made is it over yet because it is <laughs> yeah i feel that pain you can i couldn't tell you how many book series i have that are on like book two of three or book three of four and then it's just been sitting there since 2016 oh just like unread or uncontinued uh unpublished because <laughs> oh, the author's I mean... I mean, like, okay, the one guy, he had some health issues, whatever. So I don't blame him. And his is actually coming out later this year, in theory. The other guy Red. just just has completely dropped the ball. I was like, nope, it'll come out maybe eventually when I feel like it. Like, he always says, like... I wonder I, if that just means that he can't think of what to write next. Yeah. He says it's because he wants to make sure it's as good as possible. But, like, then he spends all of his free time doing anything other than writing. So I don't believe him. Yeah, it's it's strange because like I can't go get into a series unless I know it's finished. Um, That's fair. Like fan fiction, if I'm reading fan fiction, I select the filter completed. I can't. I I have a really hard time waiting. Not even waiting, but just if I know it's not complete, I'm like, no, I can't. I can't watch it. Like Dune came out last year, or a couple of years ago, and when Zach told me that it was a like it was a two-parter and cliffhanger i'm like well i'll just wait till the second one comes out and now two years later it's gonna come out and i'm like i just i can't i have a really hard time getting into something if i know it's not finished i mean dune's been finished for a while you could could just (laughs) listen to it on tape (laughs) yeah spoilers they all become sandworms oh my god the timothy chalamet version (laughs) yeah the timothy chalamet and zendaya well, I've heard that that one is actually pretty good. Oh, it's really like good. I've heard it's very well done, but yeah. I'm just not interested in it. Too much sand. <laughs> it is a bit dry. One book series that I got into, thanks to you, Sarah, was uh, um, the Dresden Files, and yeah, there's a series that I just couldn't finish. That one out completely, like flat, in the like last couple of books. I was like, he's done writing this. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, he started like two other series while he was still working on it. And I'm like, bro, the last good Dresden Files book you put out was Changes. What happened? And that's like his like uh, eighth book in the series. And he wanted to make that series like 20 like volumes long. And it's like, Jim, stop it. I wanted to see him grow. I really wanted to see like the conclusion to some of this stuff. But then like every time it's like a new problem shows up that feels so weird and like disconnected to like everything else like in the last couple of books and i'm like this isn't the same series anymore this is just like dresden going on other adventures that don't matter because like dresden files new orleans dresden yeah, files exactly. la hey shut up i would watch all those <laughs> <laughs> dresden um, files svu the problem too, and I guess this has turned into a, a Jim Butcher um like podcast now, but um it it bummed me out that like you kind of see the character like grow and evolve and become a good person and then Jim's just like, No, I'm gonna double down on his machismo and his arrogance yep. and his like overconfidence yep. and that's all we're gonna do and it's like cool. Uh see you later. He really he yeah, the machismo part, like the amount of like, oh, I've gotta protect the woman or she couldn't do that, she's a girl, or stuff like mm -hmm. that that he does. And I'm just like, Jim, what are you doing to my boy? Yeah, but also, like, could you... Murphy doesn't always need to be saved. Right. Not always. She's pretty badass on her own. Exactly. Like, yeah. she's a badass, but, like, all the time, she's in trouble. Uh, and, like, early on, she saved Dresden a couple of times, and then that just stops. Yeah. It's... it's I don't know. I, I And now I want to go back and read the series, but I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I... I, I and, and the thing is, I don't read it i borrow it from the library on audio and then i listen to spike from buffy read it to me and i'm like yes. this is better i enjoy <laughs> this a lot um i also really like collecting pins which some of you might know about uh, i have a lot of them i have one mm. bigger size corkboard that's not like fully full but it's pretty full and then one in our computer room that's full and then i just have pins that i haven't stuck on things and then i have pins that i've bought for my husband who doesn't put them on things or he can't fit them on things um i just think they're neat and uh i think they convey a great message uh and that is i like a little possum that says fuck <laughs> sometimes um it's a good time my uh one of my favorite ones is by lichgate and it's just like a cat and it says i hope you shit to death yeah. Um, oh my god <laughs> it's just fun it's just fun um and then i think the last thing was i had a wait, couple wait, wait, but I, go back. what oh yeah yeah go what, back go back i'm sorry your favorite pin again? um i have one uh two i have a lot of them i don't have one that's my favorite they're my favorite because i bought them you should have a specific one that's your favorite yes in a comical sense that one's not it in a friendship sense of course that one's it and <laughs> i did I, I did tell you that Jimmy found it, right? Like, yes. it was in his car the whole time. I was so okay. excited. Um, a thing that I will always appreciate more about a pin is if it's interactable. Mm. Um, like, oh, yeah. I have one on my on my bag that spins, um, and that's really the most you can do with them. But recently, one of my friends bought me one that um, the artist made an entire, like, diorama of a girl riding her bike. And it's just the scene of her riding of the bike. And it's just those, they're huge, but they're like so beautiful. And it they're all connected. It's like her riding her bike through the seasons. That's cool. Uh, and you can like move her bike as you connect the pins. Oh, wow. I've seen some that are interactive, like 
um, some that I sell are, are like mood ones. Oh, oh, they change color? Um, no, you move the arrow to what mood you're in. Oh, it's like a meter. Yeah. And then there's yeah, I bought, others. I have one of those. There's a LGBTQ one that um, has, is a circle and has different sayings and different flags on it. And it was kind of cool. Rad. And that one's also a you turn it yourself or spin it. I also like when they glow in the dark or they have like cool glitter effects. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if, or if they work well. Like I have a pin of, um, I'm sure most of you know what Dragon Ball Z is. And um, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, uh, I have a pin of Yamcha, and he's dead in that crater. <laughs> and I like that one a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, the last last thing I collect is incense. I my sister helps me facilitate that because I like things that smell good. It's a nice way to just refresh your home. But I have noticed recently, because of how much incense I've been burning, uh, there is some smoke stains on my ceiling in my bedroom. But oh no. <laughs> my bedroom does smell really good. And I can just cover those with paint, yeah. right? Yep. It's not bad for my... Actually, it's fine. I don't even think it has to be paint. I think you can just get, like, a Swiffer. Like, oh, that's true. One of those wet Swiff, just scrub oh. your ceiling. So, Welcome back. of India, that I still have some incense that you gave me that I burn every now and then like oh I just feel like I need some like relaxing time and I'll yeah. pop it into that incense burner you gave me and I'll just be like I feel really nice now like it's it's also just like nice if you like meditate or just need something to focus on like sometimes I will just stare at the smoke trail as it goes up and it helps me fall asleep on occasion but oh, yeah I like that uh, I like the complicated, the incense burners like you like, Liana, where it's uh, where you have to tap all the stuff down and then make a little, yep. you put down a thing and you know what I'm talking about. But I, I also do. like the, the backflow incense burners are so fun and interesting, but yes. they um, leave the grossest residue oh. when oh, they're they? done. Agreed. Yes, it's like, this, it's like a gross brown grime that oh, no. if it's. If it's going to the, if the smoke is uh, interacting with the bottom of the incense burner, mm -hmm. it just covers it. It's just a layer. It's disgusting. Uh, but okay. it's it's what you get when you wanna when you wanna smell stuff that smells good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was big on incense for a while. I've come down a little bit on it. I have too. I've moved on to wax melts. Right now, I, I currently my room smells like a combination of cat poop and fruity pebbles. Oh my god, uh, that would. Uh... <laughs> You know, I tried the wax burners, and I had one that you just plug in, and you put the little melt in the top, yeah. and I spilled it all over my wall, and it just made me not <laughs> like those, those melts anymore. And also, like, after, like, maybe one or two, like, meltings, they don't smell like anything anymore. I just it don't smell understand like why he insists on buying cat poop wax melts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a strange <laughs> Is that your favorite? Did a friend look, buy it look, for you? You or gotta something? support local businesses. Oh my that's god. <laughs> And local, local cash. <laughs> local shit <laughs> Shelters. Yep. Yeah, weird. I can't do um, incense very much. Most of them are too strong for me. They start giving me a headache. I do like some oh, of really? the, like, mellower ones, because I do like doing the, like, the one you said, where you tap it down and you put the little shape in it and light it that way. So I like those, but um, Zach found me some of them. I don't even know what they're called, but they're kind of mellower scents to the incense. Mm -hmm. 
but I really do like Bath and Body Works candles. Those are usually my favorite go-to. Those have a good long-lasting smell. Hashtag mm, not sponsored. No, 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 no. But oh, if yeah. they want to sponsor us, uh, they B can pay us in candles. BW candles. <laughs> <laughs> not involving wings. I have found that like the more like if it's a an incense directly from like India where it was manufactured, uh, it's not as strong. Um, it's they're all very like softer scents like that Temple of India you might like. Um, mm -hmm. It's inoffensive. It smells pretty clean. Yeah. Um, but if you're buying like stuff like the stuff you'd buy at like Five Below that's in their jars where they're yeah. like, yeah, this is from and it's like the lowest quality of incense you can find. So, um, I, I looked up the company that makes those Five Below ones, at least the local ones, and they're, oh, they're, that they're an Ohio company. Wildberry's great. Oh. I love their stuff. Yeah, They have some really good scents. I would buy a whole display from them just to burn it in my home. We should go track them down. Go visit their shop. Well, I mean, like, they're in all the shops. Like, they have them at, at Goddess Elite in uh, North Homestead and at the mall at Earthbound. I've seen them in a lot of places, but I don't know if they have one, like, a centered... Um, I think they might just sell their stuff online. I'm going to Google mm. it. Yeah, I don't know, but I am definitely a sucker for Fizzy Pop. Fizzy Pop's nice. <laughs> it is. Though, like, though, and that's, it's weird because I usually don't like food-scented incense. Like, I don't like food-scented smells, like a candle that smells like cinnamon roll or what about gravy mm, it really depends on the season that i'm burning it i feel like that'd be better as a wax because then you could use it as a wax and a gravy there you go mm -hmm. oh, it's a win-win yeah it's not a wax melt it's a gravy melt <laughs> instead mm -hmm. of bullion just use wax melts delicious i think uh i think you're up liana that, that was all of my list oh is that me now that's you. Yeah. If right. you want to be next. I have if to go you find my list again. Accept it. <laughs> if I choose. So I, it being my choice of lists or of topics, I have a lot of collections or things I've collected over the years. It was really hard to narrow it down to five. And as we've been talking, I was kind of modifying and trying to de decide what I wanted to do. But the first one that always came to mind was at Cracker Barrel. For the longest time, every time I'd go, I would pick up these little ceramic angel bears. So for okay. the longest time, I have, and I have a whole collection of these little angel bears that I really like. I don't, they're in a box right now because I moved on, but I had them all displayed at one point. They're really cute little bears with wings and doing different things, but I had to have them all. So <laughs> I would always look and see if they had new ones every time I'd go eat there. Nice. But, but figurines for a while I was into fun figurines too so that was the only one that was a specific collection specifically fun figurines no lame figurines right no lame figurines yeah okay so my next collection was postcards and this was one I collected for a long time because I was a military brat, and so everywhere I'd go, every field trip, every gas station that, that was somewhere new, I would always try and grab a postcard. And the one time that I was able to actually display them all was when I was working in an office cubicle in Chicago, and I hung up every single postcard that I had. So I just had a mountain of thumbtacks and just thumbtacked every single postcard to my cubicle walls. And people would come by, and it would be kind of a cool 
conversation starter or whatever. But then people started bringing me postcards from when they went on vacation. So that was always cool, too. I have a huge collection of postcards. Do any of those postcards have chimpanzees? Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember the specific uh, topics of any of them. Hey, didn't you hear she lost her interest in it? So now all of that information is purged <laughs> from her mind to make room for something else. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to find them all, but I could probably find one with a chimpanzee on it. Why does it need to have a chimpanzee? Because of the bare naked ladies. Okay. They have this wonderful song called "Another Postcard," and it's uh, loosely based on the true story of some dude just started sending them postcards with monkeys on them. Just they oh. got flooded with them over and over again. Like this is weird. Let's write a weird song about it. You can't imagine so oh, many wow. monkeys in the Daily Mail, all <laughs> of them coming anonymously, so they leave no trail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I did mm -hmm. not know that, and I don't know. I'll have to look and see if I have one that has a chimpanzee on it. I'll get back to you. It's a real bop, <laughs> too, if you ever, if you haven't heard it. I'll try and listen to it. I'll go on the... They have a lot of bops. That they do. line and mm -hmm. try and track it down, I'm sure. I don't know. It might be... sound sounds like... I don't know if anybody's ever heard of the Bare Naked Ladies or anything. So I've heard about them, like, one week ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Yeah. Thank you, Zach. It's been one week, eh? Just one week. Just one week. <laughs> yeah, since I heard about them. Uh, the next one is Dorables, and I talked about this one last week already, so I don't know if I need to go into it at all, but Dorables are these little one-inch Disney characters that they have put out basically sort of like a mini Funko Pop, but Dorables, mm -hmm. and they come out with a character for one for every character you could possibly imagine in the Disney universe. So, um, I collected those and I hung them on my walls, and it was kind of you a made them come in, into magnets, right? Some of them are magnets. Yeah, some of them turned into magnets. Some of them were sticky tacked to the wall. I sold some of them. Um, yeah. That was a fun. It's always cool. It's cool watch. to repurpose a, a micro obsession or a, a, a macro obsession. You know, you're like, well, now I have all these. What do I do? I yeah. guess I have a lot of magnets for my fridge. I guess I sell them. Like I have a bunch of those yeah. uh, mini vinyl figures that are basically dorables, but like half of mine are superheroes and the other half are horror movie characters. So it's a, <laughs> it's a fun oh, yeah. little collection there. I never liked the blind box because my luck was always like, I'd look at it and be like, that's the guy I want. And then I'd get the doofiest looking one. <laughs> so one time I, uh, I bought four blind boxes. These were uh, dig dug blind boxes. I got them from GameStop and mm -hmm. I just randomly like rolled a 20 because I got one of each character that was available in the series. Hey, nice. Wow. And we are, like, we are not sponsored by GameStop. No hashtag, not an ad. But yeah, I was I was flabbergasted that I didn't get any repeats. Just just got one of each character. Here you go. That's hey. pretty amazing. <laughs> that yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. So was that um, three, two, three? That was three. I, could, I have so many, but I had to narrow it down to five. Um, <laughs> the next one that I actually changed, it was gonna be DVDs, but because I had a 
DVDs. A million and one DVDs, but I changed that one be- when Ash was talking to lighters. I've started oh. collecting lighters, and it has to be like a fun lighter, and it has to be like the butane, like one. I don't know if that sound is going to translate very well, but <laughs> I, I like those. And then also, Zach got me those uh, couple of the electric. Oh, what are they called? The arc ones? It's like an yeah, where there's arc. just like an electric arc for lighting things. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. So I have two of those, and then I have a bunch of the butane-type lighters. And every time we go somewhere that has lighters, I have to look for a cool one. So, like, every year uh, for your birthday and for Christmas, one of the first things that comes up as a possible gift for you that I've not purchased yet, but is, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Hacksmith on YouTube? Uh-uh. Well, they make uh, they specialize in making like uh, superhero gimmicky stuff and and movie stuff. And one of the things they make and sell, they call them lightsabers. There's just these ridiculous, oh. uh, like practically like plasma lighters. They're so cool. Oh, that is neat. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't checked out the Hacksmith, definitely check them out. Also, not sponsored, but it's a great little <laughs> channel. Uh, that they make some really fun stuff. That's cool. Yeah, I always have lighters in my, I have them in my office, I have them in the kitchen, I have lighters pretty much everywhere, and I'm not a pyro, because I don't, it's not really even about lighting things, it's more about lighting the lighter and watching the flame from the lighter, it's not even, I don't care about lighting things on fire or anything like that, I just like the lighter, and I think it's mostly the sound it makes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think that's the gist of it, is the sound. Like a fidget toy that's also a tool. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I'm not a pyro, I'm just a fire hazard. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I remember the one of the last times I visited my grandparents in, overseas, my grandfather randomly was like, here, give this to your mom. And it was like an old mobile phone, like, you know, the ones. Uh-huh. Um, and And the antenna part was a lighter. Uh, And somehow, (laughs) somehow it made it through security and all that stuff. And uh, my mom had that thing for like 20 years and then it died. Oh, no. But it was pretty cool. It was just like neat because it was like we didn't know that it was a lighter until we got home. Nice. Yeah, I feel like as I as I look through like Timu or Wish or some of those just random websites, I I think they've started in intuitively posting lighters that look cool for me they've started picking up on that fact that i like lighters so starting to find some fun ones (laughs) i looked them up on amazon my favorite one so far is somebody hollowed out a troll doll and just shoved one of those bic lighters inside of it it's super cute (laughs) oh man i guess that would be kind of fun like it would take out you'd take out the hair and that would be the hair i guess oh yeah well like the like the heat meister like the what like the Heatmeister or Hades, just yeah, as a flame for like hair. Yeah, like the Heatmeister, just, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, I could do that for Hades! <laughs> with a butane one. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the sound, I'm sorry. No, nothing to apologize for. And I wouldn't be Leanna and talking about collections if I didn't talk about my crystals. <laughs> it's fine, I talked about ghosts, you're fine. I don't, I don't know if anybody on this channel knows that I like rocks. Oh no, never. <laughs> never would have guessed. <laughs> I, 
one of my favorite i i finally put all of my my babies that i collected for myself into this crystal shelf on in our new house we bought a house recently and there was this uh, recessed area that was perfect for my crystals and so i finally put those in but i didn't have enough room for my spheres and uh one time when i was with sarah actually we were at goodwill and i found this golf ball collection uh little shelf thing where people can put golf balls that they collect well it's perfect for spheres and so that's, that's actually what it was made for it was it golf balls are lame we don't nobody collects those sure, cool sure. circle rocks <laughs> cool circle rocks what was it for and so i have this this thing on my wall and we mounted it and it looks amazing it has all of my spheres and has five shelves of spheres on it and i love it it's so cool but i started collecting uh crystals because of tiktok and then I started collecting too many crystals because of TikTok. And then I had already had a small business doing chain mail and scale mail, which I was also is also kind of the other part of this collection is I collect chain mail and scale mail tutorials basically. <laughs> but That's true. Um, crystals just became I just started buying so many that I started being like, Oh, well, I'm buying these for really cheap and I'm going to these other stores here in the US that they're selling them for more expensive. I wonder what would happen if I sold these for, you know, less than in the store, but more than what I bought them for. And people love them. That's actually kind of my big money maker when I go to um, craft shows or festivals. Yeah, they so love the shiny rock. They like yeah. the shiny rocks. And people specifically, rocks. I do mostly small carvings like animals and disney characters or pikachu uh not pikachu but yes pikachu pokemon pokemon pokemon's uh characters and star wars and you know everybody always asks for different animals and there's lots of jewelry and pendants and all kinds of stuff axolotl axolotls and koalas and kangaroos and uh, one and at every show i go to somebody asks for something different that i don't have yeah. so mm -hmm. my favorite rock specifically is a labradorite you should look it up mm -hmm. it's beautiful it'll flash yeah it flashes my favorite rock is uh dwayne johnson oh my gosh i don't have a follow-up joke sorry <laughs> it was like my brain just went rock joke i do like the rock if we're talking about wrestlers <laughs> but we're not Zach. We're talking about crystals. Listen, Zach. Zach doesn't like wrestling. Just we shouldn't talk to him about wrestling. Other really cool rocks are uh, Alcatraz. Did you know that Alcatraz means pelican? Really? I did not. I did it not does. know that. Yeah, now that's you know. cool. So it's just like mm -hmm. pelican rock. Well, so before they developed it, it was full of pelicans, mm. and it was like a place that they they like roosted. The more you know. Yeah. Huh. Yay! <laughs> Out of love industrialization, destroying things like roosting grounds for pelicans. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what people do. We, we ruin ecosystems. Yay! I also like uh, Rocky Balboa. That's a really cool oh rock. We're on me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to contribute. Do you um... think his favorite ice? Uh, the Rock's favorite ice cream flavor is Rocky Road. 
One should hope. Oh, I can't yeah. with you guys. I'm going. No, I'm <laughs> Come on, you gotta you gotta comment to these jokes. I I don't. They could be a little meteor. Yeah, you just gotta crack them open and see oh what's inside. God. It's true. If if eye right. rolls could be audible. Right. <laughs> I think that's gonna be my go-to phrase for this podcast is if my mm. eye rolls could be audible. We have to make a sound effect that's your eyes rolling. I really need one because I've said that I think the last three times now. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's that's what I like. Well, that's a few of what I like. These are a few of your favorite things. These are a few of my favorite collection things. <laughs> and right. on to I think I think we got the master of ceremonies. Uh, yeah, my turn. So I've got my list here. So my first collection uh, that I wrote down, which I'm not sure I can claim full credit for, because I think Leanna's bought fully half of them so far. Uh, but I collect these really cool retro Marvel action figures. They're not oh, those are fun. They're not like the the ones that were you know made in the 70s. They're but they're made in that style. So they look yeah. like the old school ones like we would have had growing up. Oh, they're so cool. I've got just a wall full of them. Leonard. I, I always look for Leonard. Do you ever want to just take them out and make them fight? Enter. Uh, I, so I don't because I, got, I specifically started this collection as something to put on my walls. Mm, or kiss. I mean, maybe. I do have Thor. <laughs> yeah. And Loki, so I could totally just make them kiss. It's fine. Uh, yeah. They're, they're not, not actually weird. related, so it's not really incest. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a whole porn subgenre called step siblings. Yeah, don't go to AO3 unless <laughs> you want to read those. They're not even from the same planet, same realm. Oh, they're not from the same realm. Our species. Yeah. He's an they ice still giant. grew up together, so eh. it's weird. Lots of people marry their childhood sweetheart. Yeah, Loki married a six-legged horse or something. Did or no, he, he turned it? into a... Or did he just Gosh. have sex with it and get pregnant? Yeah, I don't... And it's he created Slipmere, basically. Yeah, that was his child. Uh, it's been so long. I just haven't thought about Loki outside of the MCU in, in a million years. And I really should, because that's the far more superior Loki. Oh, I mean, yeah. Loki season two was good. I'm sure it is. I, I enjoyed Loki season one amazingly well. I love Loki, the TV series, so much. Like, I love that side of Loki. Like, no, he wasn't, like, the adorable scoundrel that he was in, like, the ser the movies. But the series just, like, really fleshed out his character and made him that, like, is he a good guy or is he not person again? Anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want an anti-hero Loki. I don't want a pure evil loki but but the show also asked what if you could meet yourself would you kiss yourself and he almost did yes mm -hmm. which really says a lot about his ego yes yeah i mean like let's put it up to a vote if you met your parallel dimension self gender swapped for like uh attraction sake as needed would you kiss them out of politeness sure but um i've met me and I i'm not really oh no <laughs> i don't want to kiss myself that's weird i honestly don't have an answer for that there's too many uh variables for my brain to quantify that as an answer right now next episode
Yeah, yeah. next episode, uh, would you make out with your clone? Top five ways you would make out with your clone. Oh my god, that... <laughs> I can think of one way. With my mouth, I guess. Alright, uh, so I guess we'll move along before this turns into uh, I Punched a Fish After Dark. Oh Ooh. my gosh! <laughs> Uh, next on my list, I kind of uh, stretched the definition of a uh, collection for this one, but I think it still uh, pertains. But I put on my ultimate play mix, uh, my ultimate mix uh, playlist. You do have a lot of playlists, you a do. long playlist. So what I do is I have this one playlist called Ultimix, where I literally just take any song that I've ever kind of been interested in. I thought, oh, this caught my ear. I really like that. It goes on the list. And that's my master playlist, which is just a collection of then all my favorite songs. And then whenever I need to make, you know, other playlists for specific things, then that's where I start. Because I'm like, well, here's, you know, 1,500 songs that I know I like. Uh, I'll, just, you know, get a good base off of there, and then I can curtail uh, any playlist to whatever I need it for. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I, uh, I was doing the stupid thing of, like... Every time I heard a song that I was remotely interested in on, like, Spotify Shuffle, where it just, like, guesses some new songs to play you, I would always, like, click like, and then I ended up with tons of songs that had, like, one good riff in them, and then mm. the rest of the song was basically garbage. Not, like, garbage, like... It lost your interest. Right. Yeah, so... That's I just, fair. Like... That, is, that is a problem. There have been plenty of songs I've had to prune from my list. <laughs> And there's a lot of songs that we just skip when we're traveling. They have their but, moment. Yeah, I assume it's either the moment or like if the people in the car aren't the right crowd right. or something like that. Well, it's just Makes sense. Not a good song. <laughs> Some of my well, not good songs are my best songs. Yeah. I just discovered the song West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys, and like there's a couple good hooks in it, and it's really a, a, a good song. But then, like, the end of it, I'm just like, okay, you've said the same thing a lot. I'm kind of bored now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Two minutes into the song, if it doesn't have something crazy going on to it at that point, it's like, sweet, I've gotten what I need out of this song next, or yeah. restart it depending on how awesome the beginning of it is. I've really gotten into Sleep Token recently. Uh, if you need some overly, uh, what's the word? I don't know, it's really good. Like, it's it's. I, I like lyrics in songs. Like, if the lyrics catch me, then I want to listen to it more. Yeah. And that's kind of what those are. And, like, the, the singer's voice is beautiful. And it's another thing like Ghost, where they have, like, a gimmick. They have masks. No one knows who they are underneath them. Nice. And everyone's cool. I heard all about Sleep Token already, like, from four or five different people at this point. Everyone mm. raves about them. I have tried yeah. to get into them. It's a couple songs that I've enjoyed. Like, I, di I usually when someone recommends me something like that and it's close to my interests, I'll just, like, one day turn on turn their all of their discography on Shuffle on Spotify and see how it hits me. And, like, a couple songs hit and the rest of it didn't, so... Would I go to a concert? Nah, but I'll still recommend them. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, number three on my list was for a while, and I never completed this collection because they uh, I just had a hard time tracking them down, but I was collecting the uh, Studio Ghibli movies on Blu-ray, specifically the ones that came with the uh, cardboard dust covers. So they look really nice when they're set up all beside each other. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love me some Ghibli. They're, they're just great movies I can watch any time. But yeah, I was collecting those. Uh, I've got most of them. 
Like, I think I'm only missing, like, three or four. I have a couple. I'll I'll check what they are. Let me know which ones you don't have. Hmm. Nice. Because my friend was like, well, you probably know Grinch, but he was like, hey, I found these in the garbage at work. Do you want them? And I was like, <laughs> sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know uh, Makoto was on that uh, collection train, too, at around the same time. So we'd both go up to Best Buy and see what they had. Uh, and this was back when Best Buy sold physical media. Um, mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> back when anybody sold physical media but yeah. yeah yeah we'd go up to best buy and see what they had see what we were missing from our respective collections but yeah it was always fun <laughs> i tried to do that but then i was like i'm too poor to collect dvds womp womp <laughs> yeah. yeah i had so many I, I don't even know i never counted but i have since donated almost 90 percent of my collection to half price books <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> I hope you got some money for them. $12.35. Ah, it's $12.35 they weren't giving her. I got about $30. Basically enough for a meal for the two of us. Hey, that's all right. Yeah. All right. So, but, uh, so the next one on my list is, uh, for a while there, I was big on collecting uh, old Nintendo cartridges, uh, NES. Like, there was a big wave of uh, retro video game collection a while back, and I was riding that for a while. Uh, it was always fun to go to, like, flea markets and, and thrift stores and see what they have, see if there's any hidden gems anywhere. But, man, the the retro cartridge collecting thing, it exploded. It got so big that there's no point to do anything other than eBay with it anymore. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody just, everyone knows now they're worth money. Everyone knows that everybody collects these, so you gotta, and everybody just cites eBay for whatever the going price is. You know, any store you go to, you ask them what it is, they just pull out their phones and look up the price on eBay. Like, yeah. so, like, yeah, there's there's no hidden gems anymore. It's kind of sad, but it was fun while it lasted. You never know when you're gonna come across a garage sale and some mom mm-hmm. or some kids mom. gonna be like, uh, I no longer want these, or like, yeah. they're cleaning out their, like, significant other's house and they're like uh yeah i'm no longer one to have any of their stuff around mm-hmm. <laughs> and just dumps it all in like a garage sale my friend has the best luck at garage sales he's found so many good things that them like he loves garage sailing because he has his whole house's collections like he and his wife collect things like records anime figures um cassettes like if if it's interest a thing he's interested in he collects it nice. and they're out in columbus so they have a bunch of thrift stores and resale shops and just like he'll just go to garage sales and he is a haggler they went to japan he barely stood understood the language and haggled with a japanese man <laughs> that's impressive it's so impressive their collection is impressive it's like their house um upstairs downstairs and their garage has like an, an addition on the top that's just full of all of their collections and it's like <laughs> you go in there and you're like holy shit how and they're like years and years of collecting <laughs> nice all right so that was uh the that was the fourth one on my list i guess we'll call that nes cartridges so the last one on my list, number five or number one, depending on who's counting and how you're counting, um, is, uh, drum roll please, it's Pokemans. Pokemon? Oh, like, like, yeah, gotta it, catch them all. Oh my gosh. So, like digitally or like, do you yeah. have like, coll- so, like, so like, I honestly, I just love catching them in the games and then just like spend, I'll spend weeks just organizing my boxes in the game when I'm on a Pokemon kick. 
But uh, and this, uh, I do have a confession to make, uh, and this may surprise some of you. But I've never completed a Pokédex. What? Never. You just said you collect. Me neither. I, I think I finished. I think I finished the first games one, but I didn't have Mew because mm-hmm. I didn't know how. I think by this point, I have all of them from the first game. So sure. But like that's it. Like I've not like it's crazy. This I mean some of them are just really hard to find. Like the does Pokemon Go count? Yeah, I mean I count it because I I I completed like one whole I don't know I don't even know what they're called but one whole region completed a whole region. Great news! There's 350 more. Yeah, I know. Oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, I've Probably. always, I've always loved Pokemon ever since it first started uh, airing on TV in the states. I remember uh, the the my first exposure to Pokemon was a day off of school, middle school, because I had an orthodontist appointment in the morning. And I was like, "What's this weird cartoon? Oh man, what's that weird plant lizard guy? Bulbasaur? I want a Bulbasaur! Oh, that's so cool!" And then it's just all downhill from there. Oh no. <laughs> Do you find, though, as a result, you're drawn more to, like, Pokemon items, like, in, in real life, like, you want Pokemon things, or is it literally just digital? So, uh, the the physical Pokemon stuff I collect, because uh, I do collect physical Pokemon stuff, I'm about, I'm not more picky about it, like, I'm only gonna grab, like, my favorite Pokemans, like, I have a, a, Bul- I have a, a Bulbasaur plushie or stuffy hmm. uh i've got an eevee a coin bank i've got a couple of eevee shirts eevee's one of my favorites for sure ah. crystals i do Where'd have some crystals <laughs> mostly uper light which is uh technically my favorite rock if you're not counting the wayne well, but i count the wayne but Check your favorite rock. <laughs> you can't take the rock for you can't take him for granted you know not at all <laughs> audible eye roll yeah, man, there were layers to that joke. <laughs> it's true. Oh my god! <laughs> I have a bunch of Pokemon stuff too. I have, I really like Rowlet, mm. uh, and I like Gen- Gengar and Mimikyu, and I have. Oh, Mimikyu not is so mi- cool. I don't have enough merch of that character, but uh, mm. the Rowlet stuff I have, I have one that's like it's asleep and it's just so little, Aww. and I like holding it in my hand. It's great, but uh, yeah, I don't touch them. Yeah. they're just kind of sitting on a shelf, getting dusty. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah. even heard of Rowlet. Uh, it's a little owl. Yeah. yeah, I was looking it up as we were going. <laughs> he would like it because he uh, grows up and evolves into kind of like a Robin Hood style archer. <gasps> I would like him. His second form's really emo because he has like the hair flip over his eye. It is. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people's second form was a little emo. Yeah, fair. Yeah, everyone's got to go through that stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you learn the world's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that about wraps us up on another episode of I Punched a Fish Once, uh, from Friday Night Murder Club. I'm Zach, and my favorite Pokemon is Eevee. I'm Sarah, and be patient with us, Liana. Uh, we all have our faults, and we will all make puns. I'm Ashley, and I'm going to go this weekend to collect more queer art from hopefully a queer tattoo artist. And I'm Liana, and I smile at puns, but I still roll my eyes at them. <laughs> <laughs>